Welcome to The Money Spot, the show where we answer your money questions. I'm your host, Heather Katsonga Woodward, and in this week's episode, we've got a very interesting question from Vivian. Hi, Heather. Thank you so much for launching your podcast. I'm really enjoying all your advice. My name is Vivian. I'm single and in my late 60s, I received the state pension and I found that I struggled to make ends meet. My saving grace is that I own my home outright and don't have any other investments outside of that. Although I'd like to work because I get lonely sometimes, but I lack the energy I used to have in my younger days. And certainly, I find a full day's work very exhausting nowadays. Is there anything you can think of that can help boost my income? Thanks. Thanks for this question, Vivian. It allows me to explore a question I've received before, but given your circumstances, I have to take a different angle. Given you're not working, I won't give the advice that I usually give about saving and investing At this stage, it wouldn't make much sense. I'm really sorry you're getting lonely. In fact, loneliness is a rising issue in Britain and not only amongst the older people. In 2016-17, younger adults aged 16 to 24 years old reported feeling lonely more often than those in older age groups, according to the Office of National Statistics. I heard this statistic at a conference and it struck me as very surprising And I've just double-checked it to confirm that I am actually recalling something that is correct. Anyhow, I have two income-boosting suggestions for you that could help boost both your income and reduce your loneliness. In the past, I have given people advice about boosting their income by monetizing any skills they might have on freelance sites like Fiverr.com or Upwork.com or by tutoring via websites like Tutorful. However, I'm going to suggest something totally different to you, perhaps even radical? Have you considered taking in a lodger or renting out any spare rooms you might have on Airbnb.com? This option, for everyone else out there listening, is available to anyone with a spare room, whether you own the home or not. If you're renting your home, you need to get permission from your landlord to sublet, And as long as you get that permission, hey, you can go ahead and do it. Each option, either taking a lodge or an Airbnb guest, has its own pros and cons. So what I'll do is take you through those pros and cons. Let's start off with the lodger. If you take in a lodger, you will have someone living in your home on a full-time basis. And you will probably have to give up some of your space in places like the kitchen. And you also need to be comfortable with that person using your appliances and your white goods, your washing machine and all of that. Are you happy for someone to share your hob, your fridge space, your freezer, your washing machine, your oven and your living space that closely? Taking a lodger in could flip you from being lonely to being frustrated very quickly if that person has very different habits and a very different lifestyle to you. And instead of a full-time professional, you could take in someone more transient, uh, like a student. Some students, especially international students, don't see universities as one long big party 
and may well be studious, well-behaved, and easy to live with. So depending on the type of person you take in, you might have a better or worse time. If the student comes from Europe, they're likely to go back home regularly, leaving you to enjoy your living space on your own terms during those periods. The government allows you to earn up to £7,500 a year completely tax-free by letting a room in your home. This amounts to £625 per month, all tax-free. And given that the state pension currently sits at 8800 a year, you could almost be doubling your income if you achieved this amount of 7500 by subletting a room in your home or by renting a room in your home if you own your home. If you have a generous spare room with an ensuite, you might well be able to charge this kind of rent of 625 per month. Or if you have two spare rooms, you could get a couple of lodges. Now, keep in mind that you also have a personal tax-free allowance every year of roughly 12500 I think it's thereabouts. But that means in addition to your state pension, you can earn an extra almost £4,000 tax-free. So you've got your 8800 state pension. You could increase that all the way to about 12500 to get to the personal allowance. And then you have the 7500 that you're allowed to earn tax-free by subletting a room in your house. So this option could be quite beneficial for you. You could also exclusively look for someone that's retired, like you are, with the objective of keeping each other company in retirement. The type of person you decide to let a room to is entirely up to you. One downside is that you might find a lodger who keeps too much to themselves and isn't that interested in bonding with you, which might make you feel even more lonely than you are now. Which brings me to option two, Airbnb. Have you considered renting any spare rooms out on Airbnb? If you have the energy to change sheets and provide a breakfast, this can be a fantastic little earner, especially if you live in a popular city. However, even if you are in a quieter city, it's definitely something that's well worth trying because there's people looking for places to stay everywhere. A major advantage of letting rooms out on Airbnb is that you'll keep full control over your home and your kitchen space and the living areas. And when you're not home, for example, if you're on holiday or visiting friends and family, you won't be leaving the house to a lodger, which might offer you some peace of mind if you're inclined to worry about that kind of thing. Just as importantly, during times when you expect visitors, for example at Christmas, you can have the house free of your Airbnb guests. A key advantage of Airbnb over a lodger is that you'll get exposure to many different types of people who are going to be curious about you and your city. And based on them having to rent out a room on Airbnb, you can assume that the vast majority won't be as familiar with your local area as you are, and you can enjoy telling them about it and where to visit. Personally, if I were in your shoes, I think I'd probably go for the Airbnb option, but you should decide based on your own personality and your preferences. For example, you might find the perfect lodger for you, someone who's perhaps older and not transient and even wants to spend time with you going to the theater and the cinema, spending time at a cafe, going for long walks together, joining a rambling group together. Maybe you could join a gym together and go swimming in the morning together. I can already see it. 
When I was single, the moment I bought a house and got on the property ladder, I made sure to buy a two-bedroom house because I knew I wanted to use the second room to earn a little bit of extra income. And from the time I had my own home until I got married or got together and lived together with my boyfriend, I always had a lodger for two reasons. Firstly, I didn't really like the person I was becoming when I lived alone. I was becoming very rigid and set in my ways. And secondly, I needed the extra money because my first mortgage was super expensive and the monthly income boost made a big difference to me. I was also always looking out for lodges that had things in common with me so that we could do things together. And I remember I had three lodges in that time. The first lodger was someone I knew from Malawi. And we, in fact, ended up not getting on that well because she was kind of just wanting to chill out, go to a job as a receptionist at a dentist. And I was in this sort of, you know, go-getting mode, studying for exams, working like 16 hours a day. And I just found the fact that I was living with someone who was just so not doing very much, sitting all day at weekends, like it wasn't giving me energy. It was making me feel like I want to sit and do nothing instead of go and study for my chartered financial analyst exam. So in the end, we parted ways and she left. And then the second person who lived with me was a cousin of mine. And we got on brilliantly. We did stuff together. We enjoyed each other's company. Then she went off to do a master's in Oxford. And then I got another person who was a distant family friend. And we got on even better. We went to the cinema together every Wednesday. We cooked together. We planned meals together. We got a cleaner. We're just on the same wavelength. Our lives were sort of in sync. Our lifestyles were in sync. We happily spent weekends doing each other's things. She had a boyfriend. And later on, I had a boyfriend. And we're happy for each other's boyfriends to come to the house. So it's just about finding that sweet spot of a person who has, you know, the right balance of traits for you to get energy and encouragement from each other. Just as with getting a lodger, you can rent rooms out on Airbnb and not have to pay tax until you're earning over £7,500. And with almost £4,000 of unused personal allowance, you can earn even more on Airbnb or, or by taking in a lodger, still not have to pay tax. I hope this is helpful, Vivian. Outside of this, there are more obvious things like getting a part-time job or babysitting when you have a little bit of energy or the inclination to do that kind of thing. And I hope this whole thought piece helps you think more broadly about how you can boost your income and get some companionship at the same time. And I am really hopeful that you will find someone. There are lots of places that you can advertise for lodgers. If you just Google, I am looking for a lodger, they'll start popping up. But it's a very big market out there. If you're enjoying listening to my podcast, and this is not just to Vivian, anyone listening, please give me a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. And if I don't yet deserve your five-star, please let me know how I can earn it. I would love to earn that five-star. Thank you for listening. Enjoy. Thank you for listening. If you want to ask me a question, read my blogs, or support this show in any way, please type themoneyspot.co.uk into your address bar and you'll be redirected to my website. I also now have a few products for you on there. 
My property course is currently the best rated UK property course in Udemy for people who are starting out and you'll love my notes to debt freedom as well as the pamphlet on avoiding the motherhood poverty trap. Last but certainly not least, if you're enjoying listening to my podcast, I'll be very grateful for your five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. If I don't yet deserve your five-star, please let me know how I can earn it. Enjoy! Enjoy!